the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Code SGP. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase of $20 to save $20. So download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Or also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL. Went up to 20 times in one game. 20 times the amount in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Promo code SGPN. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. I'm just about that action, boss. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice of the guys. Me, really rare, villain rare, Terrell from Virginia. You're at your service. Tell them to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. And with my co-host, you know I got him with me. We're here to break down Thursday night football in the National Football League. I got my co-host, Scott Studio Rush. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Doing pretty well. Looking forward to talking about some football. I know both of us were busy watching basketball for the last two and a half hours. So turned out to be a good game for me. What a wild game. Uh, but Shout yeah. out to, the, to Mystics plus 10 and a half, never in doubt. Yeah, I hit the uh, lock and the dog for my show. Plus 600. Hit the dog there. So that's nice. But nice start to WNBA. Ready to get into some football. Yep. Huge dog hit. Man, look, if y'all... You want some extra cash? Come right with us over at WNBA Gambling Podcast. I'm trying to tell you, just come right with us over there at WNBA Gambling Podcast. We we get into it. Very very good day for us. And well, Sunday was I. I mean, if you ask some fans, it was a good day. But the real ones know it's it's a long road ahead for the New York Football Giants. 21 points they were down to the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday. They came back and won, which shows how resilient of a group this is. But you shouldn't have been down 21 in the first damn place. And, you know. They were my survivor team, so I appreciate that. Uh, I can win it. I might have picked them in survivor too, but that is just – 
Saquon Barkley. I... He's allegedly not officially out. I don't know what the Dable's trying to pull. He's clearly not going to play. So I don't know what Dable's trying to stir up there. It's I my guess. games. It's my yep. games. I'm playing my games. And, you know, they're game planning for Saquon. And then we're going to roll out the rookie Eric Gray on him. Ooh, not going to know what hit him. Hey, look, it's a mind game here. And he's just take. He's about to take Kyle Shanahan to coaching school in this game with the devoid of talent that this team has right now. New York Giants are traveling to San Francisco to play San Francisco 49ers on Thursday night football. The line is at San Francisco minus 10 at home. 44 and a half is total here. I mean, I can go through an injury report, but what you need to know is Saquon Barkley not expected to play in this game for the New York Giants. Don't think that he's going to play. Sounds like he wasn't going to play. Injury looked bad. He wasn't putting any power on the foot. Short week on the road. Yeah, it's just it's not going to happen, and it's okay. I'm fine with that. I've come to terms that Saquon's not going to be in this game, and you know how I've come to terms with it? Because I'm so used to Saquon not being around. But it's all right. Perfectly fine. I'm going to get through this like we get through everything else. As soon as I've been talking and saying all this, trying to buy more time so I can actually pull up my injury report, but now the website doesn't want to work and switch over. I was doing a really, really good job with that short little monologue there. Uh, okay. We're going to try this on a different site here. This is so embarrassing. I was going to say, if you want, I could read it off. I got it right here now. So you could you could have saved me a long time ago there, Scott. I was drowning. I was drowning, Scott. Uh, no, Scott I was, was just going to let you. He had, the life, he had the life vest standing over me, just watching me drown as I tried to pull pretty up much, the injury report. Pretty much. No, I pulled okay. it up like a second before you did. But All right. So here we go. We have uh, for the 49ers, Brandon Ayuk did go down. That, that did remind me that Brandon Ayuk did go down in that game. With a shoulder injury, his status is unknown, but he did not participate in practice. Uh, let's see. We got anything else big to hit on? You know, you're not going to see Saquon Barkley. The offensive guard for the New York Giants, uh, Ben Breedson, he has a concussion, didn't participate in practice. He is the replacement for none other than one that was shunned from the main podcast, Glowinski. To be fair, so, Glowinski was actually decent in the fourth quarter when he came in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't terrible. Uh, Glowinski was on the field for a decent portion of that comeback. So I don't want to say he maybe is out of the doghouse, but he mm-hmm. definitely played better than he did in week one. Andrew Thomas still limited in practice, so he did practice. He was limited, had a hamstring in with that hamstring. Aziz Olojuari with another hamstring. He's also limited in practice. Michael McFadden with a neck injury, also limited in practice. Jesus Christ, this New York Giants uh, injury report was way worse than I thought. Okay. Guys, I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know what way. I don't know. I, I can't. If you're coming here looking for me to explain how the Giants are going to somehow, some way cover this game on Thursday night, I can't do it. I promise you I can't do it. But I will tell you that, oh, my gosh, 
everybody is literally scratching, clawing, drop kicking their grandmother, pushing people out the way, rolling over people, stomping people out, running to the books to bet San Francisco minus 10 here. Like there's an insane amount of people that are perfectly fine laying 10 points with San Francisco here in this spot. And because of that, I have to go Giants plus 10. I have to on principle. I'm going to go with the Niners because I am not going to be attached to either team because I don't root for either team. It's like some, it's like some 90 plus percent of money on the Niners. There's, there's no way that ridiculous. They're not going to, they're not going to cover this. They're not taking it. I guess the argument that you have is they didn't cover against the Rams, which, you know, was a little bit weird with the field goal at the buzzer, but the Rams are a better team than the Giants, in my opinion, based on what we've seen so far. The argument for the Giants is they finally woke up. It took about, what, six and a half quarters, but they finally woke up and they actually showed some life and they were able to come back against Arizona. Maybe that's the boost they need. The problem is Barkley's the center of the team. He had two touchdowns in that game. And you're looking at what the Niners do well at. They're really good at pressure in the quarterback. And the Giants can't block. And even though the Giants came back and won against the worst team in the league, they did get buried 40 to nothing at home against one of the best teams in the league. And the Niners are in the same tier as the Cowboys, as far as I'm concerned. So I am going to lean to the Niners at home on a short week. I think that it's a good spot for them. Is it going to be a pretty cover? No. I think it will be somewhat close for a bit. But at the end of the day, I just think that they're going to lose the turnover battle. I think the Niners will be able to keep possession of the ball. They'll be able to force the Giants to making mistakes, rack up some sacks, maybe a pick or two. But I think Daniel Jones, despite looking very sharp in the second half of that Cardinals game, is going to be running for his life. And I've seen this movie before. So I'll take the Niners, but I am going to lean to the under. It's a primetime Thursday night game, which I know kind of trended over recently. The Steelers game went over on Monday night, and the Thursday night game with the Eagles went over. But I am going to lean to the under. I do think that the Niners can score, but they they tend to drain a lot of clock with their drives. And I'm hoping the Giants' defense maybe figured something out because that unit was useless for about the first two and a half quarters against Arizona. So I'm going to go with the under in this game at 44 and a half. Give me the Niners winning some type of 27-13 game. You have any thoughts I, I can't. I, I can't get behind 90% of the money on the Niners. Like that is just like it. If for nothing at all, we've done this show for the better part of a year now. Every single time, no matter how gruesome, how ugly, no matter what it was, every single time that the public has been 90% of the side on one side, it has not gone that way. Every time. There is not a single time where the public has won on Thursday night. Maybe, Maybe the Lions, maybe that counts. But I don't even think that counts. I think that was more of a split. When it's so one-sided on primetime Thursday, it never goes that way. I I just I, I can't see it going this way here now. And I mean, if you're looking for some type of actual real handicap, we can say that are we 100% certain that the Niners are 100% like really legit? They played some subpar competition, possibly. But more of what I think it is, I think it's just this team just looks over the Giants. Like, they're just like, why are you getting up for this game? 
this game at home. You just watched this team almost lose to your division rival, who you know sucks. You, you, this is a sandwich spot in between two division games. Regardless of how good you may feel you are in the division or not, that is always a letdown spot when you're sandwiched in between two division games like they are between this one and, and on a short week. And plus, Kyle Shanahan is two, four, and one against the spread when he's getting 10 or more. 10 or more, two, four, and one against the spread. I, it's not, it's not going to happen, guys. It's not going to happen. I don't know what ugly way. We saw what happened last Thursday when everybody was on the Eagles. Everybody was on the Eagles. And I came up here and I said, man, everybody's on the Eagles. I'm, I'm going to roll with the Vikings. The Eagles haven't looked good. They, they're, winning, they're winning games, but they haven't looked good. That one comes in at six. It somehow, some way, it's gonna happen. And I'm just maybe it's Dable kicking a field goal as time expires and we get the cover. Potentially, possibly. Who knows? I I, I just I am really really hard pressed to tell you how the Giants get this done. But I really really think the Giants somehow some way get this done. And it probably is just the fact of getting back to what works for them. Daniel Jones uh, extending drives with his legs, extending plays with his legs, and being able to fight for first downs with his legs, and then just spreading the ball around and methodically moving up the field. Is it going to be a big play here or there? Maybe Hyatt gets breaks one, sure, possibly. But other than that, no, they just kind of walk the, the field down and take what the defense gives them. And we'll see, man. We'll see. But I, I, I cannot, I cannot back ninety percent of the money here. Absolutely not. Because why is this line? Why is this line stuck at ten? Why is it not going past ten? If there's so much money, it's just staying here at ten. It might. It might be waiting for confirmation that Barkley's out potentially, but we'll see. It's already baked in, obviously, but we'll see if it crosses ten at some point if Barkley's officially ruled out. Ten's kind of. Mm. I mean, ten's ten's Blaine, a key number. It takes, it takes a lot to move off. 10 so it says. But. So it's ten now. But the Cardinals, it was 14 and a half. So one of those two lines is off because the Giants clearly aren't four, aren't four and a half points better than the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going Giants. Uh, with the total, I'm gonna, I mean, it's primetime. Primetime unders. I'm not going to overthink that. The if, the Giants, if the Giants are going to cover, then I think it has to be a lower scoring game because with that offensive line, I don't see them holding up against the Niners. So I think the defense is going to have to actually show up in battle in this game. I like the no Ayuk. No Ayuk is actually like if Ayuk doesn't go, that's that's another weapon that's gone, and that's really all. Like Brock Purdy doesn't do anything spectacular. He just gets the ball to his playmakers and let them make plays. So, hey, I'll take any help I can get. How concerned are you about the run defense? Mm. It was good in the second half, but Connor kind of killed him. Now they're dealing with McCaffrey. I I trust Wink. Okay. I trust Wink. It, it gang, now you game. You didn't game plan for James Conner. You're game planning for Christian McCaffrey. So All right, fair enough. All right. Before we get into first touchdown player props, the rest of our slate. Got to talk to you about DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure new customers you can go and sign up with DraftKings. Use our code SGP. Bet five dollars and you can get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Throw down five dollars on the Giants plus ten because we got to fade. 90% of money. Just fade it. Just blindly fade it. I mean, I, there, no, it doesn't happen. So 
absolutely make sure you get down. Download the DraftKings app. Sign up code SGP. New customers can bet $5. Get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. And make sure you buy tickets with the Game Time app. I'm telling you, this is where I go to get all my last second tickets because I only decide to do things last second. And you can absolutely, I got to the WNBA game, the Mystics. I've even gone and seen the Liberty with the Game Time app. So make sure you tap in with the Game Time app. Grab the tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. That is code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Download the Game Time Map Day last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. All right. 2 0, Scott. I am 2 0 with first touchdowns. You bring your first touchdown record to 1 1. Congratulations mm-hmm. to you. We both hit on TJ Hawkinson, 17 1. Round of good. applause. Round of applause for us there. How does it feel to be in the winner's circle of first touchdowns? Feels good. I know you're waiting for me and you refuse to leave. Yep. So yep. we got to share the winner's circle and hopefully we'll share it again. We didn't coordinate though, so we'll see. We didn't we never coordinate. And nope. that's what makes this great. I'm gonna continue to keep the mojo going with you. So Scott, just go ahead and lay out all your first touchdown bits. Oh, see, I thought you were going to take a victory lap for being undefeated with this prop entering week. Oh, three. I, I don't, I don't have to. The people know, and my bank account is telling everybody that I'm undefeated in this because I've hit on Amon Ross St. Brown eleven to one, and then we come back with T.J. Hawkinson seventeen to one. But you know, you don't want to jinx anything. I'm being humble, and we're going to go on and see what we can do for week three. All right. Uh, so for my first one, I'm just pulling up to see if I could find any different or better odds. I know the players I want to take. It's just a question of can I find better odds. So I'm going to start off with the Giants. I have one Giants player that I'm going to take. Uh, I'm assuming Saquon's not going to play. My pick for first touchdown for the Giants, my only pick will be Daniel Jones. And I got to find the best odds that I can find. I see 15 to 1 on DraftKings. I'm just trying to see if I could find Mm -hmm. a better line. Uh, Let me see if I could find something better. Uh, First touchdown score, Daniel Jones. No, I see 15 to 1 as the best line. I'm going to take that. Jones had a touchdown last week. Without Barkley, he's going to be the main option, I'd say. You could always scramble. They always call read options for him anyway. Maybe he scrambles because he's running for his life and he scores. But Jones does have a good track record of scoring in the red zone. And I do think 15 to 1 is a good price especially with Barkley not being there. I'll go with Daniel Jones as my lone giant at plus 1,500 for first touchdown. For my other picks, first of all, McCaffrey's likely, but I'm not taking him. He's plus 320. Mm-hmm. There's no value on that. Debo's plus 650. No value on that. Ayuk might not play. I'm not going to waste my time. However, I am going to look at the Niners' defense and special teams in this game. You can get the defense only, at plus 3,000, but we saw what happened with the Cowboys-Giants game. Give me the Niners' defense and special teams at plus 2,000. I think that's a solid play. Jones, I know that he was good with the ball in the second half against the Cardinals, but we saw him against the Cowboys and against the good pass rush, uh, pass rushes. He has a hard time of actually t- keeping control of the ball, 
And I do think that the Niners should be able to pressure him, force him to make some dumb decisions. And I think that with the talent on this defense, plus 2,000 is worth it for me. So I am going to go with the Niners defense as well at plus 2,000. Besides that, uh, I'm trying to think of who's going to be the Giants running backs, though. If I had to actually pick somebody, because I thought about Brightwell at 3,000, but I don't know if he's actually going to be the starter. Do you know anything about the actual breakdowns for the Giants projected depth chart without Barkley? Well, Matt Breed is going to officially be the starter. And he's yeah, probably going to get majority of the of the touches. But when we talk about hard nose running between the tackles, I think it's probably going to go to the rookie Eric Gray and okay. then Brightwell. Uh, I think Gray has edged out Brightwell in some of that work, and Brightwell has kind of turned into more of just a punt team, kick return guy. Like that's how I kind of see it. If you're out there catching kicks, catching punts, and stuff like that, that they don't really have a plan for you to be the immediate backup is more of, all right, this is, this is our special teams guy. And if we need him, we'll use him, but we don't need him right now. We still got the rookie Eric Gray. So I think it's going to be gray before Brightwell. Okay. And just so everybody knows, if you want to back gray, gray can be found at around 45 to one on DraftKings compared to 18, compared to a 28 to one on FanDuel. It's a pretty big drop off there, big Mm -hmm. differential, but going back to what I was saying before, the more that I actually think about it, I think I am going to go with Debo at plus 650. That's going to be my lower option in terms of odds, my lowest option, because I can't take McCaffrey. That's too low. But I'm not sure Ayuk's going to play. And we know that Samuel also gets some handoffs on occasion. He can catch passes, but he's going to have a bigger role if Ayuk is out. So I think there actually might be a little bit of value on Samuel. So give me Samuel as well. And my last pick's actually going to be a mobile guy. I'm going to go with the other quarterback. I'm going to take Brock Purdy. Because Purdy can run a little bit. I know that in some QB sneak situations, he did score uh, last week at the end of the first half. So the Niners aren't afraid of using QB sneaks with him. So my four picks once again, give me Debo at 650. Give me Purdy at, I'm trying to see if there's a better price. No, at plus 2,000. Give me Daniel Jones at 15 to 1. And give me Niners defensive special teams at plus 2,000. All right. Let's see here. I was going to pick a Giants receiver or somebody, but I really could not tell any of them apart from each other in terms of like favorite okay. target. Slate's okay. the obvious choice, but mm-hmm. I, I had a hard time fully picking one. That's all right. I'm I did the work for you, so you don't have to Thank worry you. about it. Because I went and, first, yeah. so I appreciate and, it. And you know, it's it's perfectly fine. I feel the pressure on me. People are expecting me to deliver here. Kick things off. We did agree on one, Daniel Jones, 15-1, sorry. 15-1, Daniel Jones, first touchdown. Okay, I'm there. Understood it. Self-explanatory. We understand. He's the de facto running back of this team. He's probably going to lead the team in rushing. Number two, Darius Slate. I see him at 30-1 to one on FanDuel. Do you have something better than 30-1? and one? Online DraftKings before I just go look for myself. It's both 30 to 1. All right, then 30 to 1 for Darius Slayton. If we go and we deep dive into the New York Giants, while there is a huge cluster fucking going on in the wide receiver room because everybody can go play whenever, he played 82% of snacks last week. Second best was Isaiah Hodges at 75%. 
like not even it's not even close so uh if i think about what kafka and dable can draw up to try to get the giants on the board early it it just screams some type of trick tr- trick play flea flicker something double you know behind the pass uh pitch over to wide receiver wide receiver throws downfield hits like some some type of trickery and i think slayton can be the benefactor we know he's a speedster he's a burner we've seen you know there's been times this 49ers team has had a little bit of busted coverage so i think that hyatt was fun and it looks fun on a numbers perspective but i was shocked his snap with- count was so low when I looked at the numbers, I couldn't believe Hyatt barely played in general. It felt like he was on the field a lot longer than he actually was. Yeah. And that's what, that's what it is about this offense. I mean, everybody's like, everybody's sharing snaps, but Slayton is pacing everybody. Yeah. And so I'm going to take Slayton there. Boom. Play number two. Play number three. We suck against tight ends, man. We do. We're really bad against tight ends. It's terrible. George Kittle, 10 to 1. I am really appalled that you even wasted time on the plus six fifty with Debo, and it's because he also gets carries. I, it's the fact I, that he does both. I thought about Kittle, but they really I, I can't as much as I thought they were going to. I can't go with any first down, touchdown play that's less than ten to one. So he literally just barely made the cut there. Ten to one, Kittle. We suck against tight ends. It's so easy like that. That's play number three. Play number four and the last one for the San Francisco 49ers. I'm taking the Niners. I thought you were going to go for maybe Eric, Eric Gray. No, I always do two for me, Seam. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was going to. No, I think if they get in closest, Daniel Jones. I really yeah. do. I think they get in closest, Jones. Uh, hmm. All the Niners guys are so cheap besides uh, Juice Check. I need to check one thing. You going Ross Dwelly, backup tight end? Oh, no. <laughs> Even though. No. Even though no, we do, again, we're very, very bad. But I am going to spend my last. Am I going to choose the defense? I kind of. That defense just seems so chalky now because we've had it twice already in prime time. You can and take defense and no special teams. That you've only had once. That is an extra mm. ten to one. You want to take the defense without the special teams? No, it's not. It's not good enough. Uh, Everybody yeah. on the Niners is so cheap, comparatively speaking. It makes sense because they're favored by ten points. But there's not many serious long shots that are worth consideration, unless you think Ray Ray McLeod takes a kickoff or something back. Yeah, but if you think that, you just take the defense special Correct. teams. Correct. That, that's that's the point. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna go Juan Jennings. I was I was debating it. I was trying not to get there, but I'm gonna do it. Potentially no Ayuk in this one. Juan Jennings is uh got a pretty pretty good percent of the snaps. Like you, of course, you know Debo uh, dominated snaps, but then you had uh, Juan Jennings. At 32% in week one, 47% in week two, and that's coming off of the injury with Ayuk, where they they just kind of started trotting him out there a little bit more. So he's out there, he's getting to work. He's somebody that's been with the team for a while. Purdy and Juan Jennings probably have that connection from being on the second, 
third whatever string offense practicing all those times before Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo got shipped out of there. So, yeah, I'll take my chance on a Juan Jennings. At, do you have anything better than 18-1 you see? Uh, not that I see. Let me just check quickly. Uh, I see 19 to one on DraftKings. All right, 19 to one. So that's the card. Juan Jennings, 19 to one. George Kittle, 10 to one. Daniel Jones, 13 to one. And Darius Slayton at 30 to one. All right, we'll get into the props right after I talk to you about Hall of Fame bets because. Bet smarter with the NFL season, Hall of Fame bets. This is the sports betting analytics platform, parlays, player props, game lines, everything you need from NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer. Look, the revolutionary parlay optimizer gives you hit rates broken down by each leg and gives you the expected probability for the entire parlay. Join over 30,000 users with Hall of Fame bets. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGP to get 50% off your first month. Start researching today. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Look, you can win up to 20 times the amount you put in in one game. You can. Just pick five players higher and lower on their stats, and you can have a chance to win some real money. It's like fantasy, but it's just real, real money. When you sign up for the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Underdogfantasy.com or use Underdog Mobile app. All right, Scott. We've got props next. I'll kick us off because this one is really easy. There's not a line they could set that is not going to be high enough. Damn, Jones over 39 and a half rushing yards. Scott. He might literally be running for his life. Yep. He might be like his life might actually be in danger. I'm almost positive that I'll probably see Nick Bosa with like a freaking Jason mask and a machete in his hand, chasing Daniel Jones around. Like I'm going to kill you, but he's like walking all slow. And Daniel Jones is like running down the field. I, I, I this offensive line sucks. They suck. He's going to have maybe three seconds to throw if that, Probably and they're gonna five. they're gonna call a couple of runs for him anyway because they have to. So, and he's is he is gonna be the run game in the sense of every play is going to be a pass, and then he's gonna randomly decide to go run, and then that's our that was our three four yard run play. Daniel Jones just decided, all right, this is the one I'm gonna pull and go. What's the hold on? Where? No. Oh, they don't you trying have to ladder it. it? What no. For? I we can ladder it. That is possible. But I'm looking for Dayon Jones to lead the game in rushing. Oh. That's a fun prop. I mean, look, if they take Christian McCaffrey out of the game, this becomes so much more possible. I mean, we just saw Ford lead the game mm-hmm. in rushing at seventy to one last night. Stranger things have happened. Okay, we're gonna. I'm I'm gonna look around and try to find that. You go ahead with your first prop, sir. All right. Uh, so for my for my first prop, I do not have that one actually. Uh, I'm gonna go with the other quarterback. I'm gonna go with Brock Purdy. I'm gonna take him under 20 and a half completions at minus 135. This number is just way too high. 
going through his actual numbers. He's had less than 20 completions, less than 20, not even 21, in each of the first two games this season. And dating back to last year, he's recorded less than 20 completions, once again, 20 instead of 21, in 12 of his 14 career games. So this, this line just seems way too high to me. Ayuk might not play, so they might be down a receiver. But you're looking at what the Niners want to do. They want to run the ball. The Giants aren't very good at stopping the run. And I do think that the Niners are going to keep Purdy in that game manager role, let him do his thing, be comfortable, and not have to do too much. But 20 and a half completion seems way too high for a team that's favored by 10 points and might start ru- running the ball every play in the fourth quarter. 20 and a half. The number just seems too high to me. I'm going to go with the under. I think he finishes with like 17 or 18. Hmm. Not every day we drop a completions pop on this pot. I'm very impressed. Went to the numbers. It's like 12 of very impressed. below 20. And I'm just like, why is that a 20 and a half then? Maybe you can right. figure it out. I don't know. They took Daniel Jones' interception off the board. Okay. It's pretty crazy. All right. I'm just quickly seeing if I could find uh, your prop of leading rusher. I always forget what they title it in DraftKings. It's always like somewhere, but you got to like dig to find it. It might not be up yet because Barkley's out. They're still waiting on it. Nick Bosa for over 0.25 sacks is minus 160. And I'm trying to figure out what we're doing here, guys. I can check offshore if they have like a full sack at a at a better price. I mean, if you lay them one sixty, you're gonna win. Yeah, because a half sack gets there too. The only fear that I have, and the reason I'm just talking about it, I didn't actually add that to the card. But the only reason, only thing that I do fear is that it's not technically a sack because at that point he's already rushing. Okay, that's fair. Because he's going to be running for his life. It's going to be really bad. Okay. All right. Play number two. Again, I'm not overthinking this at all. Guys, we suck against tight ends. Pause. That was kind of crazy. I'm not going to lie to you. That was kind of crazy. But we are really bad against tight ends. I mean, really, what really did to you last week was kind of crazy. So, George Kittle, over 43 and a half receiving yards, minus 120. Let's not overthink it, guys. Let's not overthink it at all. I, 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 I just... <laughs> guys, for all as long as I've been watching the Giants, they have never been able to cover the tight end. Ever. I can remember. I have freaking nightmares of Jason Witten. Witten always killed you guys every time. (laughs) Like, it's just, I I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's just so many generations of the Giants not being able to cover tight ends. And this this is no different. Zach Ertz had a great game. (laughs) Guess what? They even targeted, uh, what's his name? Jake Ferguson. In the Dallas Cowboys game. Because why? Because the Giants just keep giving up yards to the tight end. So you know what? George Kittle over 43 and a half receiving yards. Minus 120. Lock it. Book it. That's what's going on. 
All right. Uh, so for my second prop, I did go with the chalk play. I did McCaffrey over 79.5 rushing yards at minus 115. 79.5, I just think is too low. McCaffrey's been incredible. No way around. He's had at least 116 rushing yards in each of the first two games this season. And the Giants so far, small sample size, but still, they're allowing 136.5 rushing yards per game, which is the seventh most in the league. I saw Connor have 100-plus yards in basically the first half. He really didn't do much after the back half of the third quarter. But when you're looking at McCaffrey, he's so good. The Niners offensive line is probably the best offensive line in the league, maybe second behind Philly, but it's close. The point is I do think with the game flow and what's expected in this game, the Niners will be draining clock, and they are a run-first team anyway. Give McCaffrey over 79.5 rushing yards at minus 115. All right. You're going to like my last prop, but I'll let you go first. I'm back to the tight ends. Okay. Waller looked good last week. I'm trying to find and make sure I have the best number. I do have the best number. Give me Darren. Dare Waller over four and a half receptions at plus 124. Saquon had seven targets last week. Seven. Just in the air, in the atmosphere. They're just gone. Poof. Poof. In the atmosphere. Just gone. Just gone. I, I, Saquon, Saquon, Saquon. Again, Daniel Jones is—he—he's not going to have much time here, guys. And when you're talking about this 49ers team, you're going to want to attack them in the middle of the field. You're going to want to attack the zone. You're going to want to find those spaces. And Darren Waller has just been so good that he claims that he is very—he is good. He's fine. If you're telling me I'm getting an extra seven targets that are out there in the atmosphere. I'm almost positive they're going to go to his number one option, which is Darren Waller. He had six for 72 last game. Uh, didn't have that really of a good game against the Dallas Cowboys, but he still led the team in receiving yards. Uh, it, it's Darren Waller. It's always Darren Waller. Darren Waller is going to have the usage. He's going to get the work over four and a half receptions at plus money. Yeah, I will absolutely take it. For me, I thought about taking Waller as well until I looked at how good the Niners are against the tight end position so far this season. They've been really good. Uh, Higby did nothing in week two. Fryermuth had a touchdown, but in terms of yards, he really didn't do much, and neither did Hayward. So, yeah, I really didn't. I would thought about it, but the Niners are actually pretty good with Fred Warner and company at guard in the tight end spot. So I decided not to go with that. I actually might bench Waller in fantasy. I got to keep an eye out for what I want to well, do. Waller, the only thing that I will say that is different is that those guys are actual, like, legit tight ends. He's a wide receiver. Darren, Wall- Darren Waller is a receiver that just got stuck with a tight end designation. And, so and he I also played a little like 80% bit of the snaps last week. So he was on the field for a lot. But I think the concern I have, though, you mentioned seven targets for Barkley. I'm worried they're just going to go right to Brita or whoever the actual other running backs are because you're just going to keep checking it down to the flat. That's kind of my concern there. But anyway, I, I don't hate it, but I want to point out the Niners when I look through it. They have been very good against the tight end so far this season. It's also different because the other teams had other weapons, but, you know, either way. Um, my last prop, I'm going back to Old Reliable from last year. I got a kicker prop. I'm taking Jake Moody over one and a half field goals at minus 105. 105 is crazy. He's had three field goals in each of the first two games. 
Last season, the Niners attempted 2.6 field goals per home game, which was tied for the second most in the league. And in the past 19 regular season games, the Giants are allowing 2.4 field goal attempts per game, which is in the top 10 in terms of numbers. So Moody's been very good. I liked him in Michigan, but he's three for three in game one, three for three in game two. I'm impressed. Give me another two for two or three for three game in game three. Give me Moody over one and a half field goals at minus 105. Field goal prop. I was good with those last year. You can scoff all you want. I was good with those. And you no, know I was no. good. Hey, it's a it's a it's a DGen. It's a DGen prop for sure. You're definitely if the Niners are expected to score like 27 points or something, then why not? Did he make the DFS lineup too? I did. Uh maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I'll get into that. <laughs> Well, you can go ahead. All right, go ahead. Eric Moody in the captain slot. There we go. Uh, like he's it. on the ca- Jake Moody's not on the captain spot, but he is in the roster. That's say uh, Eric. Oh, I'm weak. <laughs> Jake. Uh, but you want to start the DFS or you can go first. Go ahead. You can run your run your lineup down. All right. So I'm going to once again, we have different salaries and everything because we use different platforms. We try to cover everything. So my captain, I did go relatively so, chalky. So you're on you're on FanDuel, right? I'm on FanDuel, you're on Draft. Yes. All right. So yeah, for my captain spot, I went very, very chalky. I took McCaffrey. I just had to. The Giants are that bad against the run. McCaffrey's been that good so far this season. Game flow suggests once again with my props that I think McCaffrey's going to get a lot of touches and I think Purdy's going to have a limited number of completions. So I went chalky. I took McCaffrey uh, MVP at uh, a salary of 18,000 as my MVP for my flexes. I got Debo at 13,500. Once again, he's going to catch passes and run uh, some running plays, but it's mostly because Ayuk might not play. And I do like the added boost in production he might get because of that. I have Moody, as I said before, at 9,500. I have the Niners defense, which I have to have because I do think they're going to sack Jones. They're going to be able to get some interceptions, some fumbles. And I do think, once again, the Niners should should really dominate the line of scrimmage in this game. And my last one, I was on the fence because I had some salary left over, but I wasn't sure the running back situation for the Giants. Right now, I put down Brightwell, but I can pivot out of that. You think it might be gray? And it's actually a cheaper option, so I could do gray. But for now, I got Brightwell. I have room for Hyatt, but the lack of snaps really concerned me with using Mm -hmm. him. So I got Brightwell for now. I can potentially move that, but as of right now, those are my five. I'm going to wait to see what happens with Barkley and then move from there. But Brightwell did have a small role in the game after you saw Barkley get hurt. He caught two passes for two yards. Doesn't really mean anything, but the point is he might catch some passes now that Barkley might not play. So that's my fifth guy. All right. Uh, let's see here. For my captain slot, so simple, so easy. George Kittle. Kittle. Yeah, I thought you were going to take Kittle. George Kittle. We're, we're bad. That that's, We're bad against them. It is. We are. So I'm charting out George Kittle there at uh, 9,900. That tells you how crazy the uh, salary differentials are, by the way, with the two platforms. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it is. I always like thought that was kind of weird. Like, why? It's very it weird. Like... But the point is, Moody on FanDuel is ninety five hundred, and uh, Kittle on DraftKings is nine thousand nine hundred. All right. So, 
I kind of want to change this around a little bit now. Uh, you got me thinking. All right, well, let me just go with who I know is next and who's definitely in the lineup, Dan Jones. At, after Dan Jones just won somebody a million dollars. Like, I don't care what you say about Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones just won somebody a million dollars this week. I, I, and I'm just so – the only thing that pains me even more is the fact that it wasn't me. You made money, though. You had a good week. But it wasn't a million. I know it wasn't millionaire worthy, but you still had a good week. It was. It top was there. Top it was there. No, yeah. I, it was. It was more like top seven thousand. Okay, but whatever. I still away some you money. made money. So, yeah, I made. So I put. Uh, what was it? Twenty dollars in the millie maker. I made sixty. So there I, mean, I still made. I made money. Your like, money. I did. Yeah, I did. But it's three units. Man, I, I and you know. I, I sat there and I told somebody uh, I was at the sports book. We had just finished watching the one o'clock games and the afternoon games were getting ready to start. And I, and I was sitting there with a guy. He was with his girlfriend. He was like steady talking to me. And I thought that was weird because why are you talking to me? You're with your girlfriend. Like you should be talking to her. But he kept talking to me. I'm like, all right. And so uh, he, he starts out my DFS and I'm like, oh, well, I'd start Dan Jones. If you're trying to get into a late DFS late, he's probably going to have a really good game. Mindful me thinking that the Giants are going to just dog walk yeah. the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Game starts. Cardinals immediately score. I get up and I leave the casino and I don't go back. Didn't see the guy again. Didn't get his contact information. I did tell him about the podcast. So, hey, dude, if you're listening, hit me up. What's up, man? Hey, I told you, Dan Jones. He just won somebody a million dollars. He, If you played him, you won money, like for sure. And he was so, and he was showing me some of his stuff. He was like in like these big cash leagues. I'm like, hey man, Dan Jones. So yeah, I'm rocking with Dan Jones for 100. He just won somebody a million dollars. Like, come on. It wasn't just him, by the way. It was the Jones Barkley stack that won somebody. And it had Waller in there too. It had and Waller. Waller. In there too. Yeah, forgot about Waller. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> what? All right, come on, man. All right, so uh, next is McCaffrey. I mean. I, I don't want to overthink it. I don't want to sit here and do too much. I'm going with Christian McCaffrey. I think Christian McCaffrey is going to have a pretty big game in this one. For I went with Purdy as well. and yeah. It just felt like weird having Kittle in the captain slot and not having Purdy in the lineup. I'm trying to get out of not playing Purdy. but I mean, that's why I pivoted. I have McCaffrey and Samuel who can get rushing touchdowns. I have the mm-hmm. defense and the kicker. So I did toss out the passing game entirely pretty much. All right. And then, like last week we were talking about like Devontae and AJ Brown. I'm like, wait, so then why don't I have why don't I have Jalen Hurts in my lineup? Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, there is some correlation if you're gonna use Kittle in your captain spot. Unless the argument is you just want the hundred yards and a touchdown, and you're fine with Purdy having like two hundred yards and nothing. But you need a lot of the percentage of passing yards to go to Kittle. So it is doable, but it's unlikely. All right. I decided that I wanted to get different for this lineup I created. So everything I said, Kittle, McCaffrey, Jones, Purdy, probably high overship. Here's where we get weird. I have I have Darius Slayton. I told the first touchdown, and I think Darius Slayton can get behind the defense, break a big one. Daniel Jones gets a really big reception. Cool, we're good. I need another person 
that's going to have fantasy impact. And it doesn't have to be the biggest impact, but it has to be enough. And it needs to be something that nobody else has. And I didn't really have a lot of salary for a lot of different players. So I decided it's not going to be Giants defense after what happened last week. So it's not going to be Giants defense. I'm trying to guess who this is. So I am, I am split. I can either go Eric Gray. Okay. Or I can go Kyle Juzik. Okay. I think Gray's got a better chance of doing something. His worst case is. But if, but if Juzik does it, nobody has him. Nobody yeah, but then what's has his, what's him. What's the ceiling? One carry for three yards and a touchdown? Possibly. That's still like 6.3. That's my problem. You, he might get outscored despite scoring a touchdown. All right, then we go Gray. So we have three Gray, giants. even if he doesn't have a role in the running game and you're wrong about the projected depth chart, he does return punts. So you do have a miracle special teams draw. He does return punts. Okay. We're going Gray. All right, there we go. That's the lineup. Kittle, Jones, McCaffrey, Purdy, Slayton, Gray. I feel like I just won a million dollars. Nobody has nobody has three giants in their lineup. I don't care. There's nobody with three giants unless they have the whole lineup as giants. There's nobody. So with you, three giants you said somebody nobody might have, and I immediately thought like, are you taking Graham Gano? <laughs> like that's where my <laughs> mind went. I'm like, is somebody with some impact but not much. I'm like, you taking a Giants kicker right now? I am not taking. I, I Graham Gano. It's still crazy. Graham Gano was on his team after he cost me. A six a bet on a sixty three yard field goal, and I had to take a picture in Panthers gear. It was like the worst day of my life. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Lock dog and no lock in time touchdown. Do we have anything else? That was no. just it. Yeah, lock in time touchdown, and then we'll drop a we'll drop an underdog lineup too. Yeah. All right, for my lock. I mean, I'm talk me out of locking up the Giants, man. I'm just saying, I'm not going to do it. At no point that I give a case for the Giants, so I, I'm the. I, I'm sure. I. I'm not going to do it, but I'm tell you right now, with ninety percent of the money, don't be surprised. Do not be surprised. I will take the under forty-four and a half for my lock. I have no idea how we are going to score, and I think Wink Martindale can actually th- dial up something and impressed me on a short week against Brock Purdy in a letdown spot and in between sandwiched in between two division games where they can really fall asleep at the wheel here and we could be looking at a very 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 quote-unquote boring Thursday night football game so give me the under 44 and a half here I think that is good money especially after a crazy week of overs in the NFL what better way than to kick the week off with an under so under 44 and a half for my touchdown scorer, let's go with. I'm just hmm. curious if you're going to triple down on the same guy or not. Kittle is plus one seventy five. That's it's not bad. Interesting. Yeah, it's actually it's actually worth a fly. That's where I got Devonte last week. I see one ninety on Fanduel. Mm-hmm. I know you want that two to one, but. Yeah, 190 is close, close to the one now. Uh, yeah, I'll go Kittle plus 190. He's going to score. We suck. We suck against Titan. So easy. We suck against Titan. Yeah, Kittle plus 190. All right, over to you. All right, uh, so for my lock, you know what? I'm going to have some fun with this. I'm going to embrace last year's chaos and success with this prop. Give me Jake Moody field goals. Give me the minus 105. I'll take the over one and a half. I think it's great. 
I think it's a hell of a deal. He's had three in each of the first two games. The Niners kick a bunch of field goals all the time. And I do think with game flow, they might get a little bit conservative in the red zone because they can just kick field goals and dare the Giants to do something. Kind of like what the Cowboys did against the Jets last week. Not to the same extreme, but the entire fourth quarter was, oh, we're in the red zone. Handoff, 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 field goal. What are the what are the Jets going to do? They can't do anything. So that's the point. I'm going to go with the Jake Moody field goal over one and a half field goals made at minus 105 as my lock. And for my anytime touchdown, I did hit it last week with Devontae Smith at plus 175. I'm going with Kittle as well. I didn't mention Kittle's entire show. I was going to take him anyway. That was going to be my way of plugging Kittle in at the end, but you plugged him the entire show. So there you go. We're going to double lock up this anytime touchdown score with Kittle. 190 is a great price. The Giants can't cover tight ends. I stayed away from it because I did question the usage that Kittle's had with this team so far this season. But in the red zone, I like it with Ayuk potentially not playing. So we're both going to be on Kittle. All right. So I'm going to add an additional touchdown score because I think you kind of just jinxed George Kittle a little bit by double locking him. It but, did, but I had a pre-written. So. Jake, uh, Jake Daniel Jones, 250? No, Jake Paquin brings up a very good point, and we must throw out a DJ play. Uh, so, a DJ plays Niners defense and special teams. That plus four. Uh, you're you're thinking small minded, Scott. I'm thinking small minded. Okay. So I saw the I Ronnie Bell comment. So, and I saw I said that Juan Jennings had 47 percent of snaps last week when Ayuk went down. Ronnie Bell also had 47% snaps last week. Tremendously up from week one where he had 10%. IU went down. They started splitting time between Juan Jennings and Ronnie Bell. I've already given out Juan Jennings. Jake, you said you got plus 850. I will see your plus 850, and I will raise you 10 to 1 on Ronnie Bell to score a touchdown. I I think we have to. At a forty-seven percent snap rate, that that math doesn't math. That math doesn't math for you to be a ten-point favorite. You have more chances to score. You're on the field a decent amount, almost half. You're gonna have the opportunity, and he could break one. He could honestly break one, and then next thing we know, we hear Ronnie Bell for a forty-five-yard touchdown. So, Ronnie Bell ten to one anytime touchdown. Let's add that to the card as well. I'm just quickly looking to see if I could find a better price on that. I'll pull up a third book just in case, because 10 to 1 compared to 850, you might be able to find one book that completely fell asleep, and you can get yourself a massive price. Uh, but let me just quickly check once this loads. Uh, player touchdown. All right, let me see Ronnie Bell. Um, Where's Bell? It's way, way up here. Is he even listed? Yeah, yeah he's, 10, he's 10 to 1 here. So, yep. Same All thing. right. That's All what right. we're doing. Ronnie Bell, 10 to 1. Okay. Let's go quick with a underdog lineup here. <laughs> Daniel Jones rushing yards got to be up there. Yeah, Higher. we'll throw that in. Well, do you prefer Higher. the rushing yards or the attempts? They don't have attempts up here, so we got to go with yards. Okay. I would have took attempts, but they don't have it. Uh, 37 and a half rushing yards higher for Daniel Jones. Kittle receiving. Uh, I'm looking for a Jake Moody. Jake Moody, higher one and a half field goals made. Let's do it. 
And yep, Kittle receiving. Oh my gosh, we just gave away a free. I I don't like to. Let me not. Let me not cat cat count our chickens before they hatch. But this feels really really good, ladies and gentlemen. We have Daniel Jones higher thirty seven and a half rushing yards. He is going to be running for his life. We have. Oh, there we go. Jake Moody. Higher one and a half field goal made. Scott said it. He's scored three in every game thus far. And we have George Kittle higher 43 and a half receiving yards. The New York football giants cannot guard the tight end position. People we haven't been able to do it since ever. And so here we are. Take those three, put them in underdog, shake it up. And you have yourself a six to one underdog contest. Make sure you use promo code SGPN get 100% deposit bonus up to your deposit doubled up to 100%, up to $100. So 100% deposit bonus up to $100 for you new customers. Use promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Scott, anything else for the people before we get up out of here? Not really. Uh, this is a Thursday night game, which hopefully is... I mean, I don't know if it's hopefully because I am rooting for the Niners to cover, but I hope this game is watchable. We had a couple of really bad games on Monday night, and one of those games, both games turned out to be close scoreboard-wise, but that first quarter, that Steelers-Browns game, was some of the worst football I've seen I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. I just want to see a good game in primetime from start to finish. Is that too much to ask for? Yes. That's too much to ask for? Okay, cool. Because we're on like year four of asking for this. That's why I was making sure. Yes, it is. It is way too much to ask for. Okay. In that case, right. I have to make a million dollars in a bag. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my trade-off. Oh, man. All right. If For the six people catching us live on YouTube, make sure y'all like the video on the way out. For everybody that's coming to YouTube after the video is already played, make sure you like the video on the way out. And for everybody that's listening to us wherever you get your podcast, make sure you leave us a five-star review. It can be good or bad, but just make sure you leave the five stars there. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. Just going to do it like this. We are out of here.